There is $1.5 billion worth of lost, homeless, unclaimed money sitting in ASIC's bank account, and they're asking for everyone to do a quick check to see if it's actually their money. And if it is yours, you can come and grab it. So if you're like me and really feeling the pinch right now and could do with some extra cash, this is the perfect episode to listen to because I'm going to explain exactly what this is all about, how to find out if you are owed some of this money, and most importantly, how to claim it. And welcome back to Sugar Mama's Fireplay, the podcast that is all about helping you realize how powerful you really are when it comes to taking control of your financial future, especially when you start with small, simple things that you can do today and you combine it with quality financial education that you are building every day. Now, have you ever wondered if there is some extra cash out there with your name on it? Maybe an old bank account that you lost track of or say a refund of an old policy or some shares that you thought you bought but have no idea where they are or even how to look for them. Or perhaps maybe some old dividends that weren't actually banked or deposited into your account. Or perhaps you just simply wonder if there is any money out there that you didn't even know existed. Well, I'll tell you this, if there is money out there with your name on it, it is quite possible that ASIC is actually holding onto it for you through their Australian Consolidated Revenue Fund. They currently have $1.5 billion sitting there. So the chances are actually looking pretty good considering how much money they're holding. So you're probably wondering, how has $1.5 billion gone missing? Well, the most common reason is that when we move homes, we quite often forget to update our details or simply don't actually update them in time. And it isn't just our postal addresses. It can sometimes be our mobile phone numbers or our email addresses. Or in fact, we don't have access to those email addresses anymore, even though they may be active. Or we just simply haven't done our life admin correctly or on time. And sometimes that money goes missing because they can't contact us. Now, after a certain period of time, those funds have to be handed over to ASIC to hold on to them on our behalf until they can find out where you are or ideally even better, come forward and claim this money as yours. Now, as someone who has moved house twice in 18 months as a family of five or seven, if you want to include my uh, human-sized dogs. I know how much of a headache moving house is. Decluttering, organizing, reorganizing, packing, unpacking, nesting. Even just the thought of moving house and changing addresses makes my head start spinning. And just when you think you have updated your address details everywhere, you then discover there's about seven or eight other places that you hadn't even thought about that you need to do. And then you need to complete the paperwork, get it lodged, and then you need to wait until you've got confirmation that that paperwork has been accepted and your account details have been updated. Let's be honest, it's very easy to get things wrong, to drop the ball and to have this life admin slip down to the bottom of your list of things to do. So there is certainly no judgment here whatsoever. It is so easily done. Now, your next question might be, where exactly has this money come from? Like, how does $1.5 billion add up? Well, 
It's quite often lost bank accounts or old insurance policies or, in my case, some old shares or refunds that haven't come through correctly or outstanding dividends and checks that weren't deposited. It really is quite varied as to how this money really can quickly accumulate. And the good news is if you're entitled to any of this money, it's actually incredibly easy and quick to find out if it's yours, which is why today's episode is a bonus episode. Now, Now, there are actually a couple of different places that you can find out if this money is yours. There's the ASIC Money Smart website, the ATO, your state government website or Services Australia. And I'm actually going to recommend that you check all of them to be safe and thorough. Leave no stone unturned because when I searched under my New South Wales website, I found nothing for myself. However, when I searched through ASIC's Money Smart website, I found some money for me. And then for Tom, when I searched through ASIC's Money Smart website, I found nothing. But then when he searched through the Service New South Wales website, he actually found $160. So initially, if you're only checking one website, you may find nothing. But if you keep digging, you actually may find information of unclaimed money that's yours on other websites. So check all four is the best practice here. It could be a very pleasant surprise for you. Now, for this example, I'm actually going to refer to the ASIC Money Smart website because they're pretty much all the same processes. So once you understand how to search the first time, you'll know exactly how to search on all the other relevant websites. And I'm even going to link in the podcast below the ASIC Money Smart Unclaimed Money website. So it's quick and easy for you to go straight to it. And I have to say, it's almost comical how quick and easy this is. Once you're on the Unclaimed Money website, you literally type in your name and press enter. Now, I guess with my name, it's a little bit unusual. So immediately only my details came up and nobody else's. But for my partner, Tom, his name is Tom Simpson. So it's a pretty popular name. When I searched him, there were lots and lots of Tom Simpsons and Thomas Simpsons. So you may find people with the same name as you or a similar name to you, but make sure you scroll through the list and you may come across your details and you will know that they are possibly your details because it will have a postcode listed or a previous postcode listed that you may have lived in. So if you see your name, and a postcode of a suburb that you previously lived in, make sure you click on it because then it will bring up more details and it will show you firstly exactly how much money is owed to you and the address that this money is actually linked to. It will also bring up some very important information as to where this money actually originally came from. And by doing that, it hopefully will jog your memory because you'll think, oh yeah, that's right. I did have an old bank account with that bank many, many years ago, which I completely forgot about. Or, oh, that's right. I did buy those shares and I never got that dividend payment. So it must be there. Or, oh wow, I had that insurance policy, which I canceled ages ago. Gosh, there's a refund there. So hopefully by seeing these details, you'll know if it is actually your money and it will jog your memory so that you know that that is rightfully your money. Now, I shared on my TikTok account this process of searching under unclaimed money, and it went 
nuts. I think I had almost 500,000 views. And if you look in the comments, you will see how people have actually mentioned how much money they found. $160, $280, $56. It was quite incredible. But I was scrolling through, and you should go and have a look for this, see this for yourself. But someone actually found $53,000 on behalf of their uncle, which is incredible. And if you think, yeah, right, that that's a load of crap. No, no, jump onto this website and have a search and you will see it is quite incredible. There is some large amount of money sitting with ASIC. It's not just silly little amounts, $20, $10, $50. Nope, there are people who've got thousands of dollars sitting in this unclaimed money bank account with ASIC. In fact, when I published this, I had so many friends give me a call and say, hey, thanks so much for sharing that. I did a search for myself and I found $900 or I found $350 or I found $189. It was quite incredible as to how much money people found. And it was almost maybe an element of winning lottery. And Tom and I both actually found money, which I will come to in a second. Now, if you find some money that belongs to you, no matter how big or how small it is, it needs to be put straight back into your pocket. Now, to claim that money, it's pretty straightforward. I will admit there is some paperwork involved, but again, ASIC have made this as easy as possible. It's pretty much foolproof. There are not too many steps involved. However, I will admit the older that address is, the more digging you're going to have to do. But I promise you, it's worth it. And I'm going to explain exactly what you need to do. Now, as I mentioned, you literally click on the links when you see your name and you see that money and it is actually yours. Then there are further links for you to click on. And what it does is it actually takes you to the exact form that you need to download and print off and complete. I told you ASIC made this simple and very, very easy. And on that form, you need to include your OTN number, which is detailed next to your name. You don't need to go searching for it. Now, as you are completing this form, you are obviously going to have to prove your identity, which means providing certified ID. Now, to get ID certified, it is easy and it is quick and it doesn't cost you anything at all. You just need to find a JP, a justice of the peace. And most pharmacists, police officers, lawyers, some even real estate agents are actually JPs. It literally takes a couple of minutes. You need to you know, make an appointment or turn up to their office or to their shop and ask them to politely certify your documentation, which means bringing your original paperwork along, which may include your driver's license, uh, your passport, perhaps any additional paperwork that ASIC need or even paperwork that proves that you have changed your name and details, perhaps say your maiden name. But it literally takes just a couple of minutes. Now, as you complete this paperwork, you may need to prove your previous address. And as mentioned, if you've changed your name, you need to provide evidence of that. So maybe your maiden name is where that money is previously listed. You'll need to be able to prove your name change to get that money back in your pocket in your current name. Now, as you complete this paperwork, you'll need to approve your previous address. And as I mentioned, if you've changed your name, you'll need to be able to prove your previous name. And that must be certified. If it's not certified, ASIC won't process your claim. Now, for some people, proving your old address, if it's 
from many, many years ago may be a little bit more challenging. On the ASIC form that you have to print off and download, they actually have all the instructions for you to follow in order to be able to prove your previous addresses or your previous names. Now, for me, when I did this search, I had nothing through the Services New South Wales website. However, when I went through ASIC's Money Smart website under Unclaimed Money, I actually found that I had just under $20. Now, the address listed for me was about 13 years old. I thought, oh my goodness, I do not have any paperwork that proves my old address. So what I actually did was I gave ASIC a call. Now, I'm going to list this number here, so I'm really making it easy for you. It's 1-300-301-198. 1-300-301-198. And I gave them a call and I got an answering message and I left them a voice message. And I thought, yeah, right, as if they're going to call back and answer my silly little question about my $20 claim. However, guess what? They did call me. A lovely lady called me back a couple of days later. And I spoke to her about my claim. I explained it was $20. The address is 13 years old and I have absolutely no evidence left in order to be able to prove that I did leave this address and this money is actually mine. So she explained to me there are a couple of different options. The first one is to go on the Australian Electoral Committee and get them to prove my previous addresses that I was registered at when it came to voting rights. The other option is to go to your government motor registry and get them to print off all the previous addresses that your driver's license is was registered at. Now, actually, after this phone call, I immediately got in touch with the Australian Electoral Committee and within a couple of days, they actually emailed me the exact paperwork that I needed to print off and get certified in order to submit my claim. So again, I did this all within the comfort of my own home. Now for Tom, Services New South Wales actually sent out a mass email to everyone, encouraging them to do a search of their own name. Now, a lot of people, including myself, actually thought this was a scam and they immediately deleted this email. However, Tom saw it, clicked on all the links. Perhaps sometimes Tom is a little bit more gullible with these sorts of things, but obviously this was a safe uh, email and he's found $160. Again, the same thing. It was linked to a very, very old address. So we are also in the process of getting evidence for his previous address and getting the paperwork ready so we can submit that and get it certified and lodged with ASIC so we can get that money back. So as you can see, there are some very basic steps involved. You simply search your name. If that money is yours, you click on the links, you download the form, you complete it, you gather all the evidence, get it certified and submit it to ASIC. Now, once ASIC have that paperwork, assuming it's all been completed correctly, they've got 28 days to contact you and to organize for that money to be refunded back to you. Now, if you're wondering if any of this money has actually been earning interest, the good news is, yes, it has been. I believe it's been earning interest since 2013. And the current interest rate is actually 7.1%, which is probably one of the only blessings that's come from the increased cost of living, inflation and interest rate rises is at least your money is actually growing when it's sitting with ASIC for you. And of course, obviously, it's safe with ASIC. Now, if you do a search and you actually find some money, there are lots of different things you can do with this money. 
here are a couple of ideas. The first thing is you can pay off some debt. Maybe you've got some pesky credit card debt that you would like to get rid of. Or perhaps you have some emergency money goals that you are trying to quickly build up so that you have a greater sense of peace of mind. Or maybe you have some hex debt that's being indexed at 7.1%, which really irritates you and you would rather get that money back from ASIC and put it towards that hex debt. Again, keeping in mind that if you put money towards your hex debt, you can't actually get it back. But as I've mentioned in previous podcasts, no one ever regrets paying off their hex debt. Or perhaps you want to maybe put some of that money towards your superannuation account and take you one step closer to achieving your retirement goals. Again, remembering that money that you put into your superannuation, you can't get out. And of course, it's important that you're aware of all the caps and limitations that come to making contributions to your superannuation account. So do a quick search before you make any decisions. Or if you're someone like me, and you are passionate about creating financial freedom and independence for yourself, you might want to use that money to put towards your investing goals and building your long-term growing passive income streams. So actually, I did this search about seven or eight years ago, and I found $800. And I was jumping for joy because that money went into the $1,000 project. I used that money to buy more shares. And there are lots of reasons why my share portfolio is worth over $250,000 today. But that $800 definitely came in handy. And I most certainly do not regret investing that money whatsoever. And if you're wondering what I'm going to do with that $20, well, I'm going to be putting that towards our home loan, which I'm going to come to in a second, which reminds me, I haven't mentioned, you could put that money towards your home loan. Now, I know you might be thinking, Canna, $20, is your time really worth it? Well, let me just share this with you. If I put the $20 that I get back from ASIC and I put the $160, that Tom gets back from ASIC and we put this combined $180 towards our home loan as a lump sum, as a once-off lump sum, the amount of interest we save is actually in excess of $550. So it's not really $20 Is it worth my time or is $160 worth Tom's time? It's actually the combined amount, the $180 and the $550 in savings, in interest, with after-tax dollars off our home loan, plus the time that we are going to save. So is this really worth it? I most definitely think so. So promise me this, if you find some money with ASIC, promise me that you will put the money that you find towards one of your financial goals or towards one of your financial stresses. You see, I want to make sure that what I share with you through this podcast really helps, really helps you and really helps make a difference in your financial journey. That money is your money and it should be rightfully returned to you and that you do something smart with that money, that you feel empowered about your financial future, you feel inspired about your financial future and you feel excited about all the other additional things that you can do for yourself that are only going to help 
reduce the financial stress in your life and make you realize how powerful and how capable you really are in building and creating a greater sense of financial wellness in your life, where the benefit flows on into so many different areas of your life. And if there's one thing I know for sure, once you start doing little things with your money, whether it be doing your first budget, whether it be finding some money with ASIC and putting it towards, say, a credit card debt or your home loan or putting that money towards your investment goal account, you commence something powerful. The momentum builds, the journey has begun, and it can lead you going from strength to strength where you look at other additional things that you can do today for yourself that you can build upon and only improve your financial well-being. And I have to say personally, from experience, it feels really good knowing that your money is that little bit more organized. You feel so much more in control of where your money is and you know exactly where you are going. In fact, knowing where your money is, having goals and direction is probably one of the most important places to start when it comes to taking control of your financial future. So that is it for today's podcast. As I said, it's just a quick bonus one, but I know how tight things are for so many people right now, including my own home. So this two minute search is most definitely worth your time. Trust me on this. And you never know what money you might find sitting there waiting for you to come and claim it. Thank you everyone for listening to Sugar Mama's Fireplay podcast. Can you please make sure you leave me a rating and a review? And of course, you are following this podcast channel. Let's chat again Monday morning. 